Okay. It goes right. it okay. goes higher. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, okay. okay, okay. 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 Well, great interview. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> All right, what's up? How you doing? Um I'm doing um I'm doing great. Um Yeah. Incredibly busy. busy and yeah just yeah but really really good stuff i'm busy you know <clears throat> i'm trying to plan a release thing show whatever you want to call it stream a live show live a stream yeah i don't know how to call it we're figuring it out i think it will be called an experience <laughs> oh i like that yeah i like it i'll and show, I'll show up to that experience <laughs> <laughs> i hope people will experience it through the screen <clears throat> so yeah we're we're trying to to do something um that turned out to be pretty ambitious um so yeah there's a lot of work around that and i am kind of like oh uh, filming this tv series here in tel aviv yeah. so i'm like acting for the first time so i'm learning oh a tv series yeah 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 oh cool <laughs> it's my first time doing this and i have to speak russian as well as hebrew and i'm i'm not russian at all okay so, so gonna, you speak three languages so you already have one up on me yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's all it's all good it's all great is it like a drama like it's like a fiction show yeah it's like a crime show it's about okay yeah it's about yeah it's a police crime show awesome yeah all right I, well, I don't speak Russian or Hebrew, but when it comes out, I will watch it on subtitles, I promise. <laughs> I don't know if there <laughs> there will be any. All right, so I did want to kind of start off with uh, something I talk about on the show, which is a kind of me and my group of friends, we um kind of embrace music and like name it after ourselves. So in my first episode, I really talked about what Ryan Courtney music yeah. is, which honestly is like all over the place. Yeah. It spans so many things. Yeah. I don't know if you can see this actually. But my two, my homage up oh, here, yeah. which is my, my Britney album and my Fuji's album, because that's like defines that's, my that, musical taste. These are the limits, you say, or yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, two sides yeah. of the scale? Not too far this way, not too far gotcha. this way. Yeah. I love them both. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, same. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I wanted to ask you just like, what is like No Go Res music like? And it doesn't have to be actual artists or songs this could be like sounds genres um mm. moods like anything um i mean it really it really changes with time it changes from song one song to the other and it changes with um each album or project that i release i kind of feel like um maybe i am more the type of artist to i don't know it's hard for me to define myself and i think it is a hard task for other people as well from outside if i had to you know describe my my music through the two sides of the you know sphere or or, or the scale it will be between um rihanna and okay and <laughs> she's definitely in the middle some here yeah. for me too <laughs> i mean britney's there as well for sure i grew up on her oh and gosh. bill evans Same. i mean th- these are john coltrane and everything kind of in the middle but it's yeah it's really diverse as well that's amazing um yeah and when i say that too i don't even mean like the music you're making i mean just like what you would listen Mm -hmm. to like on a saturday night look what you vibe to. yeah so i vibe to anything from yeah 
Rihanna, Lake Kelly 47, Frank Ocean, James um, oh Bjork, Nina Simone, um, I don't know, jazz like Billie Holiday, Miles Davis, Chikoria, who yeah, That's sadly nice. passed away recently. I know, I saw that. that and so then, sad. you know, stuff like Flying Lotus, Radiohead, Kendrick Lamar. Oh, God, Radiohead. You know, and, and many, many more. Yeah. I'm super curious, actually, just you, the way you utilize sound in all your songs mm-hmm. um, is just super intriguing to me. Like the song on your new album, Knockout. God, the amount of sounds in that song. Like, where did you find those? Like, where did you get Yay. all those from? I'm, I'm so happy that you're talking about Knockout because I didn't have an opportunity to talk about it yet because it's in the album and no one has listened to it yet. Um, I don't know. I think the beat is, well, basically, it, it, it is important to say that when we talk about Noga Erez, we're talking about me. You know, that's my name. But um, wait, you're Noga Erez. That's you're, me. That's you. I'm just that's me. <laughs> Some people think it's a band name, you know, or whatever, because it it's, yeah. it sounds so weird to some people, you know, because it's it's a it's a weird name for sure for people who come from outside of where I come from. America. Oh yeah, <laughs> or Latin America, or you know whatever. I had people saying, "Yeah, this band Noga Erez." They always say, you know, you, Americans say Erez, but it's Erez actually, Erez. And yeah. um, but you know, it's not very far from from the truth because I, you know, I collaborate with my partner um, Oi Russo, and we make the music together, write the songs together produce them together when he's like the lead producer and so it's like two minds behind this music i only you know it's only that i'm the face and i do the interviews and you know similar to too many situations that we know um but usually what happens in the songwriting process is that ori who is basically you know just an incredible beat maker he is able to create an atmosphere you know sonic atmosphere in basically no time he kind of sets the first tone and when it comes to knockout i think that that was what it was but knockout you know it was completely different and then what happened this year is that we were supposed to be done with the album way earlier than we were and it just kept being postponed the release so we had more time to work and so songs like um knockout and a song called tp which is basically it's the second track but it's basically the first song in the album um yeah and songs like um i don't know candy man i think they radically changed and knockout was was Got one it. of them because um it started with something and then we couldn't figure it out and then what happened in the end was that we brought friends over to the studio to listen to the mixes and you know we have extremely talented musician friends and they all contributed to the production so you ki- kind of feel like there's like a mixture of worlds well let me be the first to tell you that you definitely figured it out <laughs> thank you <laughs> that's for sure because yeah. it's amazing my other i know i feel kind of bad because you're um PR team sent me like you know the main tracks in the album which I love every song in the album it's honestly the album's so freaking good I can't yeah. even stand it um but my other favorite song is Fire Kites Yay. like holy that song and I know it probably has like a really deep meaning behind it but I just like makes me just move in my oh, living yeah. room like yeah I'm like obsessed with that song it's such thank a you good so much beat. that that's what it's supposed yeah, to do welcome. it has a very deep and 
um i don't know dark meaning for sure fire kites when people in israel hear fire kites they immediately know what i mean i mean for people here for me to play it and i had it and the opportunity to play it in two shows um people in israel immediately know what i mean and it's heavily um political and but for the rest yeah. of the world it's just an image of you know a toy a kid's yeah. toy being set on fire so does it give people do you think it helps people a little bit like that you have like kind of taken that thing and made it something you know other than that like where they could like move to it and feel it in a different what, way do you mean that it helps people with the shitty situation like with the, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> i don't know yeah. i mean i'm always kind of skeptical about that i think um you know talking about those themes in my songs is mostly um a need of mine but i never thought yeah you know with off the radar that was tending more off the radar is my first album that i released in 2017 and um a lot of it was you know pretty political a lot of it was telling the story of my region which is israel and i think that many people are aware that there is a very complex um conflict that is ongoing here and happening and taking yeah. an enormous toll for for years and um yeah a lot about it a, a lot of it was about that and um the more i thought about it and was interviewed about it and and got to uh define it between me and myself I figure that I don't I don't think this music will either make a change or kind of yeah. you know I just think it is something that some people may have a sentiment towards but mm, a lot of people would just dance to and I think that both things are great. Yeah. So is the is the album out already in Israel? Kids? Yes. <laughs> No, I mean, it's all at the same time, okay. everywhere in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just that. Yeah, no, people here get to listen to songs before they get released because every time I'm here and I'm uh, performing, I allow myself to reveal uh, new materials. It's always like a yeah. you know, small private joke with my people, my community, my audience here, which is like yeah. you know, many, many people that is like, listen, this is a new song, but don't don't tell my label or that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, this entire country keeps yeah, a secret. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Um uh, speaking of Israel, I did want to talk to you about um Echo yeah. and Netta as yeah. well because they're two other like powerhouse females that have come from Israel that I'm obsessed with as yeah. well. And one of my favorite songs of yours is Chin Chin. Yeah. Uh that is like Ryan Courtney <laughs> AF that song. <laughs> like that song is such a fucking vibe. Yeah, I love that's it. That's such a huge compliment. Ryan Courtney song. You're in. You're up there with Missy Elliott. Anything Missy Elliott. Yeah. Ryan Courtney. Anything Fuji's. Anything Lauryn yeah, Hill. Yeah, same here. Um, but yeah, no, that song is. I mean, y'all just like kind of just chilling on the top of a rooftop, like in these badass outfits, <laughs> just spitting rhymes. I love it. It's, so it's basically awesome. how this song happened. You know, the video was just. You know, how can we capture the vibe that was in the session? And we were like, okay, let's go up to the roof because my apartment is just under the rooftop of the building and yeah we were just vibing and the session was basically like that echo came to this house and we were just you know 
playing beats and it was basically the first time that I met her maybe the second time that I met her I knew all about her I met her here and there but it was the first time that we sat and you know actually talked and Ori was here and the entire time Ori was you know working on the beat hustling <laughs> and Echo yeah. and I <laughs> so the first time y'all met y'all made Chin Chin yeah and Echo and I were, were that's amazing in the back you know behind him just basically acting like to you know like children like stupid assholes <laughs> and you know doing funny shit and laughing all the time and we had that song in the end of the session it was just so fun that's awesome yeah that song is a mood for sure i love it um so echo she's uh she's pretty big in israel yeah. correct mm-hmm. yeah that's- okay so my other question is what is it like living in the future because <laughs> You're living there. We're all not because you're dancing with robots in your videos, which is insane. (laughs) I need to, I'd have to know about that video. The future is great, by the way. It's awesome. (laughs) There's so so much to expect. I mean, everything here. I had a lot of fear. Yeah, everyone here has so so much, you know, money and people are just loving one another it's all love it's crazy out here you you should join us it's it's coming soon do they podcast outside of closets oh yeah 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 for sure everyone's like outside their closets opening closets all the time Um, i love i'm so actually their closets aren't allowed in the future no way (laughs) you hear that closet um in the future i mean making uh, the use of the video basically um i i was uh, tied to just ropes that were um um that were was holding me from from the ceiling so there was no robot in there no machine was involved in the video it was basically people pulling me from one side to the other with ropes and the robot is a cgi that um the genius director who's also an amazing After Effects artist and editor and everything else. Um, he did that all by himself. Like the robot, the robot is a model that exists and Indy, the director, made all the movements. So they really worked with how I moved and how the ropes were moving me. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah, I was wondering, because there's some parts where it looked like you were being uh, like tossed around a little hard there. oh yeah it was it was hard and honestly i mean the the video took us um 12 hours to shoot and after the second hour i um broke or sprained my ankle i'm still not sure so it was at, at the very beginning that it happened and you know the suffering in the video is real it's as real okay. as it can get okay it was like 10 yeah, hours I mean, you of- are braver than i because <laughs> Like robot videos, like freak yeah. me out. Yeah, <laughs> a good. Have you seen the one? Have you seen the one where like the one like opens the door for the other robot? I'm like, this is how <laughs> this is how they take over. This are is you, this is how are it you happens. scared of ro- robots taking over the world? I'm I'm scared of where AI could go. Yeah, <laughs> I just I feel like they're gonna figure it out really quick that they don't need us. Like, yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. Are you a big uh, conspiracy dude? Oh uh, no. no. Okay. I mean, yeah, no. I as every now and then, but like. Stephen Hawking like, explained, like, if he, that dude is like one of the smartest dudes on the face of the oh, planet. Yeah. And when he's like, y'all, AI is getting out of control. We need to shut it down. I'm like, maybe we should listen to him. <laughs> I think we should listen to everything he says. But you know, you know, there's another author, um, 
uh, he's he's Israeli, but his books are major all over the world. He's called uh, Yuval Noah Harari. He's insanely famous all over the world because he wrote the book uh, a short, a short something of history. I don't remember the name in English. Okay. But anyways, what he's saying about AI in his last um, book that he wrote about the 21st century, about what is happening in the future here we go closing a circle here <laughs> is that um you know there's a lot of ethic and um you know a feel almost a philosophical debate to have about ai and that that debate should not be done by technician or by scientists that are all about creating yep. the ai but by you know philosophers people that can imagine yeah, scenarios exactly. and what they can uh how they can influence humanity there's a um an interview of elon musk on the joe rogan show and it is if you have a second one it's terrifying because he literally he's like pretty much previewing the fact that within 20 years we're all gonna have Jeez. you know ai's like in our heads mm-hmm. yeah like like it's the, on the way years? so i mean i'm i'm ready like yeah. My cell phone already, if I lose it, I'm like lost. So I'm like, just integrate that. Just put it in my arm. <laughs> Make it a part of me. Let's get I'm it so ready. I'm so ready. So yeah, my other... Oh, I love... Uh, I just watched on your... I'm sorry, I'm jumping all over the place here. But I just watched your Instagram with your mom. Being put in <laughs> oh, it. Like from today? <laughs> yeah. And well, it's just so funny because literally my mom... Like our moms sound very similar. <laughs> Because my mom literally called me earlier and yeah. she was like, you tell that Noga Rez that she's dope, okay? Yeah. Because <laughs> they listened to my show. And she's, I just like thought that Your was so funny. Your mom is cool. And I've literally made, oh yeah, she's pretty cool. You want to know what my mom said in Hebrew in that video? What? Oh my God. It's crazy in Israel because people are freaking out about it. I mean, people are texting me like crazy. So we have, you know, I'll describe it to the listeners. So I did a story today with my mom because I met her after a long time. And she, I don't ever do that. My mom is never on my, any, any, my, my family is out, out the frame. You know, I never show them, but she was just so funny today. I was showing her filters on Instagram, like how she can look, you know, so and so you know prettier and younger and that stuff and this this filter came up with you know weird um like uh, how do you call them like hands falling from the sky like um okay. i don't know how you call them but anyways yeah at some point she was saying like are these a bunch of dicks like that was oh <laughs> that was your question so <laughs> you see uh, those are hands, but those are hands, mom. <laughs> Instagram just has a dick filter <laughs> where it's just a bunch of dick coming down on you. It's like, okay, if they don't have it, they should. <laughs> okay, they absolutely should. Um, no, but my mom, I've literally for one of the promos for the show, I made her um, say, uh, "This podcast made me throw up." The music was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Because I literally talk about throw up music, and that's like a thing with me and my friends. Just a song yeah. that's like so good. We're in the middle of it. You're just like, <laughs> like okay, like what is that? That's, that's gross. Amazing. I mean, <laughs> we're we're both um, using our moms for audio. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hooks. It's the best yeah. material. It's good stuff. <laughs> I did just see the video that you did for uh, the new live End video. Of the road. Yeah, end of the road. Oh, Kids gosh. against the machine. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me. Actually, let's talk about that. Um, is there like, do you feel a huge difference in performing like the song, like 
those songs acoustically compared to like how they're done originally, like in those environments. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much the reason why we had that idea in the first place, because for every single that we have put out for this album, we had an acoustic version and it's a series that we called um, Kids Against the Machine because the songs are heavily produced. We wanted to flesh out the songs and to be able to not use any machines, you know, meaning computers. And um, yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, usually I perform. I have two two people behind me playing and um, and then the stage is, you know, big and it's all for me. And I like that feeling. I, I like running on stage and but um, being surrounded by people that are actually playing and there is it, it just creates a momentum i just feel like yeah. yeah it's it's there's just so much more room for um for the human element in the music yeah, Whereas, yeah. i love that new the new set that you guys have and the, like with all the plants and stuff it's yeah it's amazing yeah. It's cool thank you so much have. we're gonna have um the full session because we we played five songs in that session the session name is succulent session it's a it's a platform that has established in Tel Aviv recently. So this is a collaboration that okay. we did with her, with them. Everything is like, you know, plants all around. It's very, it's yeah. eye candy. And um, yeah, so we have a full session that's going to be released, I think, some somewhere in April sometime. Amazing. I cannot wait. Um, are those the, uh, you were talking about some organizations as well on your social media. Is that connected to that? Um, I, I assume that you're talking like about charities. Yeah. I'm, I assume that you're talking about culture of solidarity, which is an organization that I do my best <laughs> to support. Um, yeah. and another organization is Elifelet. And, um, I don't know. I think, yeah, this past year kind of got me shaken up about um the importance of those little things because i kind of felt for a while you know it it kind of got with off the radar my first album i was like yeah let's be mad about the world and make it change and blah 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 and then i kind of got into a mode of you know not understanding anything because everything is so incredibly confusing and contradicting all the time it got me to you know this really intense loss of hope in the world and humanity and all this anger turned into you know me just raising my hands like i give up you know i had that i had yeah, that moment absolutely. for sure and then you know something about the pandemic kind of brought me back hope because i realized that you know each and every one of us can do something very small, you know, in even if you're not coming from a background of having a lot, you know, and it, it you know, even the even people who get supported by organizations can support other people. Absolutely. With thousand percent. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I feel I really feel like this. uh This pandemic was just it was so bizarre because I, I mean, I know for me personally, I was on. You know, I had a track set out for me. I've been, I was in the restaurant industry for like 25 mm -hmm. years. Um, and was just about to take on a like general manager role of a big restaurant here in Chicago and just I knew exactly what I was doing. And then like all that just shifted. And so I feel like at the beginning of it, it was kind of this thing where, yeah, I was like looking at myself being like, now what do I do? And like, what's happening? And then you really start to realize that so many other people are like suffering in a way that's, so intense and so you know crazy so it really was like eye-opening to me just to be like you know 
just like you said, we can all do our little part and like help out. And, yeah. 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 I kind of feel like, um, I had that thought today because I was, I was running and, um, usually I'm able to do that twice or three times a week and running is my meditation and it's the place where I get most of my ideas. Um, every time I run, I would send Ori, my partner, like three or four ideas. Sometimes it will be like melodies or lyrics or just ideas about videos or marketing shit or, you know, just things that I figure out yeah. as, you know, uh, the dopamine <laughs> kicks in basically. It's like, the best <laughs> drug. but then I had such an intense few weeks and I was not running and I started to feel that my body is just, you know, in, 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 not in a good place and um and then when i came back to it i realized that even if i went out every day because i literally had no time i'm waking up at 5 30 in the morning and i'm going to sleep and i'm crashed at like 11 yeah. you know midnight one and each and every single day and everything is so intense so but i was like even if i did that for 15 minutes a day my situation was so much better and it got me to think about you know putting that when it comes to how we can help one another sometimes when you when you want to do it so big when you really want to make an influence you think about big things and then you think about donating money or going and you know bringing food to people and then sometimes it, it really only takes whatever it is that you can do that day to, to make a huge difference if it's done on a large scale with many people who are aware of that, you know, concept. Honestly, like, I have to thank you and, you know, so many other artists because this podcast was really born out of that from this pandemic, which is me, like, kind of, you know, at the beginning feeling all woe for myself and then really opening my eyes and being like, there's some, like, major shit going on in the world here. And, you know, I mean, I'm sure what we, what we were dealing with here in America with the... Uh, our last president who bye bye um, i'm so um, happy for um, you i'm so um, happy for you and jealous of you oh, oh my gosh God. it was just like every day was like anxiety oh anxiety anxiety but i mean and it's still like like it's, everything's not you know immediately yeah. better and not you know great but music honestly it, it like clicked at me at one point was it was the same for you as running it just was the thing that was just getting me through and was like my therapy and it always has been, but I really like dove deep into yeah. music um, through this and was like, you know what I could like share. Cause I was, I, I was like texting all these artists, my friends and they're all like, who's that? Who's this? Who's that? You know, I couldn't believe that they didn't know who some of these people were. So I just was like, let me just get the word yeah. out there because that's amazing. Thank you, know. you for doing that. Oh my gosh. And you're doing it incredibly yeah, well. Are. Oh, thank yeah. you so much. I really mm -hmm. appreciate that. Yeah. Your music is, um, is just, top freaking notch i love it yeah so every week i feature a uh, music venue just because with everything that's been going on music venues have just gotten you know hit so hard and ones that i mean i know for me personally like live shows is just like that's my church like yeah. that's where i'll go to worship <laughs> like i've just had some of the most religious experience oh, yeah. in my life like at like live shows mm -hmm. um and venues play such a big part in that so every week i've been featuring a different one um is there like one in tel aviv that yeah stands out to you that you want to like talk yeah, about a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to talk about um you know, it's it's basically an establishment. It's it's called Barbie, Barbie Tel Aviv. Barbie. Yeah. 
it, okay. it has nothing to do with Barbie, as you would imagine. It is not. It's not pink <laughs> at all. It's like it's this shitty black box with you know. But you know, it the capacity is um, you know you can fit in um, fifteen hundred people in there. Okay. So um, yeah, in the right in the middle of the pandemic, things were opening up here um, for a second, like for a second. It yeah. was controlled here after we had a really long lockdown and I was able to do two sold out shows there. And for me, that was the venue I would go to listen to music because I don't know if people know that, but Israel is an extremely small place. The population okay. here is of 8 million. And in Tel Aviv, you have, I don't know, probably like 400,000. And, you know, oh, wow. there aren't many venues. It's all very, very small. And you know, the, that capacity is, you know, you have one. And that is my favorite capacity. When it goes larger, as a performer and as a viewer, as an audience, I really love, you know, the, the 1500 2K cap. I mean, I just feel yeah. like that is the accurate amount. And then I used to go to shows there all my childhood growing up. And I mean, that was the church for me, basically. Like you said, yeah. that was the most amazing place so for me to sell out shows there today is way more important so cool. than performing in the yeah, biggest anything else. the biggest festivals you know i was never as excited about anything as much as you know being able to do that and that place has suffered tremendously but also the owner of this venue shaul is like the craziest tel aviv character he's like famous <laughs> Because he is, oh, how can I describe him? He is crazy. He's outrageous. <laughs> he yells. I think I've met him once or twice in, in some of the venues that, yeah. uh, that I've frequented here in the States. Yeah. He's angry. He, he, he snaps at people. He yells at people. He's, he's scary. <laughs> and, and at times he's like so nice, but he's legit crazy. But yeah. what he but he's got the he's venue. got the best venue and <laughs> when everything was kind of you know when everything was opening up but the everything that had to do with venues and theaters was still shut down and for a while you know artists here were like feeling but everything is back but we're not so let us go back as well or help us out because people here were jumping yeah. off roofs basically exactly so he was a leader of a very very large movement of artists and venue owners that went and protests and you know i think he did a very a very good job for artists here even though you know there hasn't been much that has changed but i think it helped more people realize that um yeah it's been the situation here Chicago's been we probably have the strictest city in the in the US um per lockdowns. Oh, yeah? So we've pretty much mm -hmm. been oh yeah, like the our go the governor of Illinois is like I mean it was good, you know, because he's been very like, you know, adamant about responsible. You know, staying yeah, and being being ahead of the curve and stuff, but it has really taken a toll because Chicago is such a food, you know, live music, yeah. nightlife city. Yeah. Um and so it has really like turned the city kind of like on its head. But there are some venues. I did a uh, feature on a venue called The Vic, which has been around forever. It's like this old school, like style theater with a balcony. And, yeah. Um, I saw Little Dragon there. I saw Jesse Ware there. Mm. Um, but yeah, just so good. And then the one I did last week is this little dive bar in Nashville called Exit Inn. Probably has a capacity of like 500. 
But it's where my husband proposed to oh. me. So it's like near and dear to my heart. And I've been going there since I was, I've been sneaking into shows there since I was like Are you 12. a Nashville -er? <laughs> I am, yeah. So born in Florida, but I lived most of my life in Nashville. And then I moved here to, me and my husband moved here uh, three years ago. What is happening here is that, you know, businesses are getting some kind of support from the government, but it is done so chaotically that they say that <laughs> generations are going to pay for it um, with tax. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just done wrong. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Well, because I know there, there's definitely the switch too, which I mean, don't get me wrong. I know, you know, we're headed to the future to catch up with you. But um, there's been this whole switch to go, you know, online and digital and all these digital shows, which are amazing and so cool. But for me personally, I grew up in the generation, you know, like I I go to live venues and I've gone to live venues since I've been so young. And that's really, to me, where I've connected the most with music and just, I mean, you're right there. Yeah. Um, So it's like a part of me is like excited that, you know, I might get to have more experiences in the digital world, but no, no, I really hope. Yeah. I just really hope that, you know, a lot of this. No, 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 no. We don't want that. Yeah. We don't want human, that. Human we don't want to get used to it. We don't want it. Yeah. I don't think we want. Well, then you need to stop making beautiful <laughs> acoustic videos that I want to watch every yeah. day. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I think. <laughs> the next one you just need to do in like a back alley near a trash can. Yeah. Mirror, and just make it really just destroy the format. <laughs> I, I, I honestly th feel like artists all over the world are, you know, running around trying to figure out how to do it because they, I mean, the ones who really think about it and I have been thinking about it because first of all, I don't want to put too much into it because I do not want that to be reality. I want, I do not want to accept that this is the reality. But on no. the other hand, I realize that what I'm, what I, I'm going to do in like this, in a virtual show, in a stream show cannot be the same thing that I do in a live show because it's a completely yeah. different experience. Um, so I think everyone is kind of trying to figure it out. And I, I can tell you that when it comes to the US, because Europe is kind of different and Israel is obviously different because I, I think like almost four million people here already got the vaccine the health system here is incredibly um how would you say that like so socialist not american yeah, not american. <laughs> i mean it sucks i mean for <sighs> me the one thing about the u.s is that i just cannot figure out how that it's, is I not know. tell me about it's it it's just insane for me that is it's insane my husband is canadian mm, and yeah. okay. <laughs> like he yeah he's canadian he loves you know he, don't worry, he loves like living here because He's lived in all the major cities in Canada, but like, uh, there was one point we were just, I was ready to be, to go back across the border with him because like, it is, yeah, it boggles my mind too. Like, just give us healthcare. Just it just give does us my, I mean, so, I can't yeah. believe it. I can't believe it. And there, there is such a huge ability to do it. I think, I think America has the money. I think US has the money anyways, yeah. but oh, yeah. it's just, Absolutely. it's devastating because I think it takes lives. I think it, it it's, um, oh no, for sure. But you know, so, things are kind of different but when we're, when we're talking about touring the u.s and we had major plans in the u.s we were doing all these big festivals we got like we we have an incredible booking agent that you know was able to get us on the the best ones and can i ask you which which ones because i have like a uh like follow festivals you can ask but i won't remember the names 
EDC in Vegas. Was that one of them? Or Lollapalooza, Lollapalooza in Chicago? Lollapalooza was one of them. There oh, was my one. Is that my city? Oshiega, <laughs> that was in Canada, I think. Oshiega. Okay. Um, I suck at names. Honestly, that is like, you know, my weakest point. But the the... You know, I saw the I saw the posters. It was just insane. And he uh, has been postponing our tour for the fourth time. Fourth time. And then we were talking, and we was like, we were like, so what? What do you think? And he was like, Yeah, I can I have an answer? I'm like, No, we, we don't think know. it's 2022. Sucks. It sucks because we have the capability to like get that done so much faster. And what the fuck? And. I know, like, just do it. What? What? Like, no, give me the vaccine right I'm, now. I'm seriously right asking, <gasps> what? What is the reason? Oh my gosh! I honestly, if I knew, just, you know, I would not be sitting in my closet doing a podcast right now. <laughs> get out the closet, man! <laughs> just get out. I know. I came. I came out of the closet a long time ago just to go right back. <laughs> is this really a closet? <laughs> no, it really is. This is like you walk in my house in my front hallway, and then this is like uh, it was a coat closet, but I've like turned it into this. Coke but my husband did closet. Uh, my husband. A coat. Coat. I thought you said Coke closet. Yeah, Coke. I was like, yeah, oh I, my keep, God. I just keep my Coke in here. Yeah, this guy makes a lot of money because he has, <laughs> he needs a closet for all his cocaine. <laughs> There's so much money oh in podcasts. My God, oh my God. <laughs> Listen, it's not that big of a closet, okay? So it's not that much <laughs> it's cocaine. pretty big. You know. <laughs> oh, I want to play. Category is. <laughs> so, me and my friends um, came up with this game like a couple years ago. Uh, really just to get through a road trip at one point, but it's now turned into this like insane, like four year long <laughs> game between all of us. Like whenever we have the chance, literally like f- my friends in Nashville and me and my husband here will like be playing it like over the phone and like adding songs to Spotify, okay. like in each other's cues. So um, pretty much how it works is someone uh, presents a category and everybody picks a song that they feel best a song or artist that they feel best uh, fits that category, but the categories get real crazy. Oh, wow. So ev- every one of my episodes actually is like, I'm pretty much playing a game of category is. So okay. like your episode was all about disgusting beats. Yes. Not regular beats, but disgusting beats. Disgusting. So that was the category for that week. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I wanted to ask you for that, for your episode, yeah. what your submission would be. <laughs> When you say disgusting, so not a not a regular beat. I mean, like disgusting. Like, okay, I say disgusting in the nicest way. Like, like throw up, ew, like, like something that uh, it's, yeah, it's like, so amazing like that it, just, it makes me throw it, up. Yeah, exactly. Oh my exactly. god, like it's so good that it's nasty. Like, just do I have to choose one? <laughs> no, my gosh, you can choose as many as you okay. like, please. I'm just like here to like take all your musical. <laughs> yeah. Okay, first one would be tick, boom, Lake Kelly forty seven. Do you know that song? Oh, I do. Um, the Kayla Forty Seven can her song can get it. Oh my god! Does she? You know? Do you agree with me that she has that thing that she always finds a very very hooky one line that keeps repeating? Is that something that you can say about her? Yeah. Tick Mm -hmm, boom. Absolutely. When she released that song and that video, I I flipped really flipped. Like I was on one side and I just yeah. I love that. That's literally how we describe it. Sometimes it's like a song will come on. I'm just like, well, y'all, um, I know we were in the middle of something, but I'm going to go bust it on my couch real quick. Uh, I don't know what y'all are doing, but I'm going to go lose my mind for a second. I love how much you love music. Oh, my gosh. It's, yeah, I, mean, I wish it's, I had more friends it, like you. Well, I, do you, you want to be my friend? Right 
I would love to be Yay. your friend. <laughs> oh my god, absolutely. <laughs> you just have to keep making the music you're making, and I'll and I'll. I'm just kidding. I'm not sure I'll have that much time, you know, now that we're friends. <laughs> oh, perfect. Actually, no, it's fine. Uh, we'll just we'll just call Echo over and yeah, yeah, yeah. She can she can just come up with a little chin oh, yeah. chin. Quick. <laughs> Echo, you should listen to her stuff in Hebrew. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I would. I, I heard that she's like yeah. the like she, biggest like Hebrew rapper. Yeah, she's and, a shit. She and I. I wonder how it how it sounds. You know, from people who don't speak the language. You know, rap in Hebrew. You should know that it is incredibly hard to write songs in Hebrew, and especially when it comes to rap, because the Hebrew language has a majority of words that have two syllables. Not like okay. you know the English language that has. I basically just said a sentence that had um, five words with one syllable and one with two syllables. So it's it makes it so much easier to rhyme, to flow, to you know to keep s stuff rhythmic. And in Hebrew, if you're able to do it well, it's awesome. And she does it really well. You know, it's it just sounds yeah. Apple Music um, had. They did this thing, which they like got me for like three weeks uh, during quarantine. <laughs> uh, but they released the top 100 songs from every country around the mm -hmm. world on their platform. And uh, let me tell you right now, I got she went into a deep dive. Like I, I got lost for like three weeks. My husband was like, are you going to come out of your headphones? Or, I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Nope. I'm just like going through all the songs. That's so cool. And it was fascinating to like hear because rap is like the universal it's like the you know hip-hop is like the thing that in every country there's yeah someone doing hip-hop and it was so badass to hear like the different like styles in every single yeah. country it was this you know alona alona she's from ukraine check her out okay she's uh oh, i absolutely. just collaborated with her and and um that was after i was like because I went to shoot most of the videos in Kiev in Ukraine because that is where the director lives and also um yeah, they just have amazing production companies over there and they're they're really really good at that and um and I was like, yeah, I was going there and every time I go somewhere I was like, yeah, give me the best local music and everyone was like, Alona Alona. So I went and listened to her <laughs> music and you know, she raps in Ukrainian and Wow, it's yeah crazy shit. So she has some really. What was so funny to me about a lot of the playlists was I was like I was going into them being like, okay, it's probably gonna be like you know Japan or Greece or Germany, which they had good music, but there was these like countries like Latvia, oh, yeah. like they're doing some things in Latvia, they're doing some things in Finland. I was like, what are these like these little countries coming out of nowhere with these badass yeah. artists? I was like, okay, languages that sound like yeah. So, yeah. something in something between Portuguese, Russian, and Arabic, or yeah, languages or, or even like we would just me and my husband went to Bosnia, Croatia, and uh, mm -hmm. Greece last yeah. year, and uh, even just yeah, there were some like Bosnian artists on there too that were just like the way they flowed it was yeah. uh, like their dialect was so fucking yeah, badass. Yeah, Egypt too. Egypt, check out I Egypt. Know, up, I they do what's up, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. there are some really great so, yeah, Palestinian artists as well. I talk about it on my, the first episode of the show. I talk about how I'm like doing this podcast. I've realized that I'm so sad that I, I know that I'm not going to be able to hear all the music <laughs> that, you know, exists on the planet. But like yeah. in doing this, I'm going to try to like get in as much yeah, as I can, yeah, you know, yeah. like how much time do you spend uh, a day yeah, listening to music? Oh, my gosh. It's I mean, before I was on with you, I was listening to music Yeah, all day today. I've been listening to music. I listen to it all That's the time. So cool. 
Amani, the Amani Yassin song, who I did on the episode that you're on. Um, this girl, she's like, I mean, she's coming out of the gate strong. And I'm like into that song. I've listened Mm. to it like 6,000 times probably (laughs) the last three months. I cannot stop. I have to check her out. Yeah. She doesn't have many, uh, singles right now out, but the ones that she does have out are. Yeah. Really nice. And then Audrey Nuna. Oh my God. Oh. That girl's doing some things. She's so great. She's so good. And just I love her attitude too. Like, I don't know if you heard my, the pot, that episode, but she had an interview and they're like, um, you know, what did you mean? Like, what was the message you were trying to give with like this, like, you know, behind the song? She's like, do what you want. Yeah. (laughs) That was it. Like, just nothing else. Just do what you want. That's, that's I love it when artists don't feel the need to, to explain in many words. To put it on. Yeah. I think it's really cool to be so articulate, you know, like a one liner. I, I'm never oh, able yeah. to do that. You know, I just, you know, I'm, I get asked, ask a question. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's the point. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you did that on this, on, with me. <laughs> uh, I mean, I wish it, just throw it yeah, up. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I also, um, yeah, this is not my first language, <laughs> honestly. I mean, and, um, yeah, I love being able to talk to people that can you know, understand me on, you know, on the music level and then I don't have to, you know, find so many words. But you don't, you don't meet many people, even if they are music journalists who are so passionate about music. I mean, I just, it's yeah. Just, yeah. It's it's just been doing something to me for since like such a young age. I've seen Lauren Hill, I've seen Jill Scott, I've seen all my my heroes, but I've got to see Missy. You realize how much how how do you realize how lucky you are that you 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 can you can get to see pretty much everyone that you love. I mean, pretty locally. It's 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 something not to take for granted. I mean, I have oh, seen basically. I mean, when I started touring europe so i was able you know to 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 watch bands that i like when they were you know performing the same festivals as i did but before that you know you would get one two three artists coming to israel every year and in in, and in recent years it's it's been harder and harder because of political shit so it's it's so good to have you know your favorite bands come come around the neighborhood it's nice that you said that though because we i probably do take for granted sometimes though that people in you know a lot of other countries like they don't have that accessibility i think yeah can i say one more one more disgusting beat oh my god please you can say as many as you want consideration by rihanna okay it's like all distortion and i don't know it's so good Okay, I did want to do one other category, and that is from the first episode, which was artists that made 2020 a little less of a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> because it was. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, my two were Yeji and then Miss White. She is a trans mm. artist from New York as well. That is mm. her last album, Marina. It's good. It's a very, a very good. I'll check yeah. them out. You have to, you have yeah. a list of stuff to send me. You realize that, and I have a list of stuff. Oh my to gosh, send I will send you all the music. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I was going retro to cardigans. Do you remember the cardigans? Oh yeah. Oh, this is your this is your artist that got you through twenty twenty. Oh, hell yes. I love that. I love taking it old school. Love fool, love me, love me. Say that you love me. Such a good me. song. 
my favorite game. So badass. Erase and yeah. Rewind. Such a good song. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize how much I loved them back in the day. I mean, they were big in the 90s, I think. And yeah. I don't know. I, I came back to it and it all sounded so fresh. You should do um, an episode about how, you know, with pop music, you know, people just basically steal from one another. And, you know, to give like on, in a good vibe, you know, a good, good theft, a good theft. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, paying, uh, yeah. people like you paying who are a music like, encyclopedia should, you know, give that knowledge to people, connect the dots. It's so, so cool. It's so fun. Yeah. No, there is like, I, there's always this like fine line with pop music where people are like, hey, you, you know, that was my thing. It's like, well, I mean, music is always like, there's, it's impossible not to have music, you Repeating know, and, yeah. kind of relapsed yeah. and repeat. And, and, but when someone's doing it because they're inspired by something else, it's like, yeah. No, I love artists like you that just kind of come out and like, what is this sound? Like, what now? Like, what is this genre? Oh. Like, what like, is it that it's it makes me excited when i hear artists <laughs> I, I don't know exactly what genre to put yeah. in, put them in you yeah, know yeah, yeah, i love yeah. that um thank you oh my god i just remembered a disgusting beat oh, oh my god obnoxious <laughs> just just <laughs> offensive really just and i think it is a good time to mention that we lost an incredible incredible artist recently sophie Oh yeah, I did a little tribute on that yeah. at the end of my last show. And um, she has a song, well, I don't know if you can call it a song, a tune, that's called Front of Shop, or My Face is the Front mm-hmm. of Shop. And she is, she was my, my, my production school, and oh my god, I mean, I'm so yeah. sad. That, yeah, that, I know it was because uh, so much was lost, you know, with her going yeah. so much. I can't even, you know, try to put my hand, my head around like the amount of, you know, stuff that we lost musically with her yeah. going. And on. just like, just being like an accident too. It's like, man, like, yeah, <sighs> I know. I I mentioned her in the last episode, and I just you know kind of say at the end like this podcast will be an homage to you because. Uh, the artists that I'm going to feature were probably most likely inspired. The generation of artists that I'm going to feature were definitely inspired by you and by like what you did, oh you know? God. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad that I know like Aaliyah for me, like that was mine. Oh, yeah. Like when Aaliyah, yeah. when I lost Aaliyah, it was, I, I took that one yeah. hard because it's just like, you realize that you have lost world all the years of music making that this person had in front of them. And like, just can you imagine the things that they would have, like she would have created it just, yeah. 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 It's hard to think about that. But thank you, Sophie, for everything that you gave us. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Thank you for saying that. It's awesome. And beautiful trans woman as well. Just like out there, you know, advocating and and killing it too. I love that. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's so important. I performed like right before before her in London and I was so starstruck. And she she got on stage. She was wearing a. bride dress and you know all the <laughs> it was incredible okay. one of the best shows i've ever seen in my what life. was her uh personality like what was she like um what what, what was the the show like no what was just no what was her like just personality like oh what, like, um i just, i was just... kicked out of the of the dressing room like oh, i i so perfect. i guess yeah <laughs> 
And I was oh, no. I was happy because I never want to meet my heroes. It's like a thing. Yeah. I never want to. I never want to be introduced to him to them because I I just don't want to discover what type of people they are. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I was really actually so scared before this. I'm like, what if Noga is just obviously? No, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> like, what if she's just awful? Fuck no. you. No. I'm pretty Good awful to was, some people. Well, I'm glad that it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So you got your album coming on the 26. It's so exciting, and um, and we're friends now. So I like that. We're friends forever. Perfect. Way, way after. March 26th. Wonderful. I'm so glad that uh, <laughs> that you came on. I really do appreciate it. Yeah. Let's keep in touch. Thank you so much. Bye, darling. Bye. Well, as you can see, Noga Erez is one of those badass human beings that a 20-minute interview turns into over an hour. But thank you guys so much for listening. And thank you again for Noga for, for chatting with me. Uh, her album, Kids, is out today, so make sure you go and listen. She is also doing two concerts on April 1st and 2nd, and you can still get tickets for those at nocapshows.com. That's N-O-C-A-P-S-H-O-W-S dot com. So go get them, because these shows are going to be amazing. Um, You guys, also, please follow my podcast, Pop Music for Smart People, on all of our social media accounts. Our handle is just the name of the show. And listen and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, I'll meet y'all here same time next week for a new episode. Bye. I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.